intention is to help guide people back to their true selves. So I'm excited to speak with you because we're going to be speaking about like authenticity and expression and human design, which I don't know if a lot of people know about it. So what is human design in your interpretation? Yeah, so human design is called the science of differentiation. And it's based on this idea that at birth and three months prior to birth, we were each imprinted with this very specific manual or blueprint for living our most aligned life. So it's very much about our individuality, how we are different, how we are uniquely created, and really helps for people to know more about themselves, love themselves, accept themselves, and really step into the most authentic, highest potential, you know, expression of themselves. Mm, I didn't know it was um, three months before we were born that we had yes. that Yeah, so, so there's cool. two different parts of the design, and I know that's like next level when you look at a chart but there is um, personality and design. So there's two different elements to it. Um, mm. Yeah, and it is an overlay of four different ancient wisdoms. So there's an astrology component, which is why mm -hmm. we need the exact birth date, time and location. There's an element of the I Ching and all of the gates. There's an element of the Kabbalah with the tree of life. And then mm -hmm. there is an overlay of the chakra system instead of the traditional seven centers human design has nine centers so that's mm -hmm. one of the differences and then it sort of meshes it with this more modern science quantum physics this you know energy of exchange with each other societal conditioning it's a lot about breaking free from things that we were told how we were raised what we see in society and really just finding what is authentic and true for us rather than these certain ideals that many of us were raised with that there's only one right way for success mm -hmm. or everybody has to make a decision a certain way or mm -hmm. everybody's energy is the same and it's really that when we just step into who we really are we can find ease we can break from resistance we can find more joy and fulfillment and it's not about trying to be somebody that you're not. It's about mm -hmm. just stepping into who you are, which is so much easier and so much lighter. And that's where you find the flow and the alignment. And um, yeah, and it's practice and it's play and it should be fun and not so by the book and, you know, doing all these things. But I really like human design as as a tool, as a modality for self-awareness, for self-discovery, and it fits beautifully with a lot of other self-discovery tools. Yeah, I love how it's a mixture of like everything combined, it's so cool. Yeah. How did you get into it? So I heard about it on a podcast, and the person was describing my energy type, which is a manifesting generator. So there's mm -hmm. five different energy types. And a manifesting generator is this very energetic, creative builder. You know, I describe it as an energy hummingbird, somebody that's multi-passionate and loves mm -hmm. to have their fingers in a lot of different things and a lot of different balls in the air. And that also can make them feel to themselves or from the outside perspective, non-committal or mm -hmm. flaky or, you know, I often thought, why can't I just find one thing that I love and stick yeah. with it? 
because that's what a lot of people tell you. You got to find your passion. You got to just, but that wasn't me. I loved so many things and I, and my energy towards things was always fluctuating. And so when I heard them talking about a manifesting generator, I was like, oh, oh my God, like there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not yeah. broken. I haven't been living life wrong. I had actually been living in alignment all along. It was just my own self-judgment, self-doubt that was sort of getting mm. in the way. So I did a huge deep dive of self-study. I did training and now I've done hundreds and hundreds of readings and I just absolutely love being able to share with people how they are designed and so they can find that ease. They can, so many people say to me, they feel seen for the first time. They feel mm. validated. They have always known this about them, but they didn't really have a, a language to use to describe it, or they didn't feel empowered to be able to communicate it with the people around them to say, you know what, I need time to make a decision, or mm -hmm. I need more time for self-care or rest, or I'm really good at starting projects, but I'm not really here to finish them, or all mm -hmm. the different nuances that come with learning about your design. And so it's just a beautiful gift for me. And the other thing that I really love is it one of the components of human design is learning more about your innate traits or abilities, these gifts that we all have that either number one, we don't recognize as valuable because mm -hmm. they're not sort of held up in society as something that is meaningful or because they come so easy to you, you think that everybody can do them. You don't think mm. they're special. And so when I get to share with people these qualities that they have and, and show them how they can really come to light in all aspects of their life, it is such a beautiful gift. What a job you have. Like, it's incredible <laughs> to be able to do that. Like, this is how amazing you are, let me tell you. Like, I know. literally. And, and it's so funny because my design, my purpose is that of being busy, using charisma, empowering others, being guided by spirit to really serve other people. And so tapping into my voice, my gifts, my way of expressing is, a, it's just, a, it's, I'll, I'll get emotional. It's a beautiful thing to feel like you are living in your purpose. Wow. Yeah. And it's been what a long it? road. <laughs> it's a long, windy road. And it's still going, right? It's still going. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that. What would you say to someone who's skeptical about this? Um, first of all, get a reading because I have not had a person that I've read who it has not resonated with on various levels. And also it's just like anything else. These ancient wisdoms have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. There's a mm -hmm. reason why certain archetypes ring true for people. Why, you know, if you're a Sagittarius, you sort of feel like this, or even, you know, the Enneagram is another great example. There's a reason why people have found value in these sort of um, broader classifications. And again, it's just a tool to learn more about yourself. If something resonates, great, use it, integrate it, try to see what happens. If it doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. You can, you know, let things flow through you and then you'll find something else that, you know, you connect with. Yeah, so it's kind of like pick and mix what you like about it and don't like Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. And my husband, I'll say, 
is more on the skeptical side, more on the practical, pragmatic side. So, you know, I'm I'm super woo and I love all the things. And throughout our relationship, I've shared this. And what about this? And you won't believe that. And he listens and he takes it in, but he doesn't embody it in the same way that I do. You know, he's a one three profile. So it's very much this investigator. He's got to feel it and see it for himself in order to know that it's true. Mm. And when I shared with him something about his design and our daughter's design and being able to see it in the chart, yeah. he totally buys human design. He So for all you people that are, I don't know, like, you know, yeah. look at things with more of a skeptical or investigative eye, it really does, especially when you think about the energy centers and the way that you interact with different people, it really does make a lot of scientific sense. And you mm. can feel it. You can know that there's some people that you're just drawn to. There's some okay. people where you naturally feel a push and pull or a tension with. That's because mm. we're always exchanging energy with others. And when you look at two charts together, you can see that in full color where these things come together. Oh my gosh, that's so yeah. cool. It's fascinating. I'm, I'm wondering like, you know, with your husband and with your daughter, um like with all all your charts like i don't know what i'm trying to say do you think they've kind of come into existence to teach each other a lesson if that makes sense i do and people have other people have asked me do you think that your human design changes in different carnations mm. um which I have to think about in my mind, my intuition tells me that you do change because mm -hmm. I feel like you are here to learn different lessons in each lifetime. Mm -hmm. So I would think that, you know, when you show up as a generator, you get it from one perspective. If you're here mm -hmm. as a projector, you experience it from something else. If you're here as a manifester. So I am a family of three manifesting generators, me, my husband and my and our son, and my daughter is a generator. So it's wow. all this generator energy, but because there's so many differences in each of our charts, we all complement and also are here to ch challenge each other yeah. and help each other learn and grow. But I definitely think that family combinations come together. And when you look at it from this perspective of, I should be doing what I'm good at. I want to empower other people in my family to do what they're good at. I honor my design. I want to teach my children to honor their design. I want to help mm. them learn to make decisions based on their body. I want yeah. them to honor their strengths, their challenges, their places of sensitivity. I think mm -hmm. it's an incredible tool for parenting, for wow. relationships, for family dynamics. It's really, yeah. it's, it's pretty major, especially when you have these different energy types. So if you're a projector, Mm -hmm. um, or a reflector. These are energy types that need more rest naturally, that need more time for self-care and mm -hmm. are not meant for like our crazy nine to five or eight mm -hmm. to eight hustle life. And yeah. so when they're put together either with generator parents or generator manifesting generator kids, that's really a beautiful way for them to teach each other about self-compassion and compassion for other people because Whoa. look we are actually different people and we're designed differently so mm. yeah and i guess like without knowing the human design the parents would be like you need to hustle too but they're like right. no i just need to rest absolutely that yeah. is one of the things that's so cool about this is that 
you know, we all put conditioning on each other and it's not mm. with ill intention. It's not with bad will. It's just because we know what feels good to us and what's familiar to us. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I'm going to tell my kids like, oh, no, this is the way that it works for me. Yeah. But, but that's where human design is a beautiful tool, because we now know that we're not all designed the same. We're not mm -hmm. all meant to run around like that and, and work like that. And if you are, then you should be encouraged to do so and not shamed because you've got all this energy. For parents with generator or manifesting generator kids, like they might need to have more activity. They might need, especially before bed, if they're having trouble going to bed, like mm -hmm. stretching or a dance party. Mm. If that's not your energy type, it's like, what's going on? Why can't my kid just go to bed? That's because they literally are designed to have more energy and they need to move through it in a different way. Oh my God. I yeah. need to know <laughs> what your brain has inside right now. That's just so cool. Can you tell me like some stuff about my design? Yeah, absolutely. Let me pull it up. Okay, so you are a manifesting generator. And mm -hmm. so again, for people that are a generator or a manifesting generator, and I break them out, some people combine them. Mm -hmm. I really feel like there's a lot of differences between them. But um, so manifesting generator is very much this builder, this creative, this um, multi-passionate. It's very often a non-linear path where a traditional generator is more likely to find a few things that they're passionate about and work and grow and really become masters of them okay. over time. A mansion is more this, I'm gonna do this and I pick up mm. a little bit and then I'm gonna move to this thing that seems completely unrelated, but I'm just following what I love that's really in the design is to just go where your energy is and mm. to pivot and to change quickly because a manifesting generator is a hybrid between the generator energy and the manifestor energy. And the okay. manifestor energy is to move quickly, to be an initiator, to have this like passion and urge to start and go and like make things and create things out of nothing. Mm -hmm. So it's this combination of energy. Um, okay, so your authority, which is your decision-making body, yeah. you actually have a two-part one, which is, which is fairly common. So you do have the sacral authority, which means that you are meant to respond to things. And the way that can feel is either um, a moving towards something or an opening. You might have a verbal thing that you do like, mm, or yes, or uh-huh. If mm. something is a hell yes, if you are lit up by it, that is your body's way of innately knowing that you are aligned to do that thing. Mm. or it will be the opposite. If it's a no, it could be a pulling back, a mm. contraction, a mm -mm, no. There'll be maybe some uh -huh. sort of verbal thing. But, so you need to listen to the sacral and like take in what it's guiding you. But because mm -hmm. you have an emotional authority, that means that you're also meant to take time with decisions. So when something comes in, you might feel that initial gut response and reaction. So pay attention to that. But then give yourself an hour, a day, a week, depending on what the decision is, because you have an emotional wave that is always running through you. And so when you take the time with something, 
it better guarantees that you're not committing to something at the mm -hmm. top of the wave when you're like super jazzed about it mm -hmm. or where you're at the bottom of the wave and it's like, I don't want to do this. I'm quitting. This isn't when you mm -hmm. ride the wave out and take time with it, you'll find your truth and like real clarity in wow. that time. So you have this like two part decision making piece. That's so cool. Yeah, I find resonate? it really hard to wait, though. It's so hard yeah. to wait being a manifesting generator because we just want to, like, go, go, I know. go. I know. <laughs> I know. Man, Jens, it's like, I want to do all the things with all the people all the time. But now. Yeah, now. Yeah, but it would be fun to play with waiting a little bit. So you get an invitation, an opportunity comes your way. Check in, see what your initial reaction is. Take note of that. But then mm -hmm. be able to say, like, you know, let me see how my energy is or let me let you know mm -hmm. in a day or two. Just give yeah. yourself a little bit of a buffer and see if it does match that initial gut reaction or if mm -hmm. it's something different. OK. Yeah. Can I ask you, you know, yeah. like, say, for example, I waited it out and I said yes to this invitation. It felt right. And then um, on the day maybe I'm in like my emotional wave is either like really high or really low. Um, how, how do I know that that thing is still like right for me? Yeah. So that is definitely for manifesting generators in particular, committing to things too far in advance is not our best course of action because mm -hmm. our energy does pivot. And so again being able to say that sounds great let me confirm with you the day before or um even just expressing to somebody that might not be the right thing for me at that time and mm -hmm. that's just honoring your energy and so um yes or no questions are a great way to access it or this or that having an open-ended possibility is definitely more challenging so, mm -hmm. and that's where you can use your body as a pendulum. You can have somebody else ask you, do you want to do this thing? Yes yeah. or no. And then just, it is what it is and honoring that and then being able to pivot when your energy is no longer there and just mm. communicate with that. And, and it does feel odd at first to get into that habit because so many of us were conditioned to be people pleasers. And because we have so much energy, we can feel a sense of obligation or duty. There's a lot of shoulds that come mm -hmm. on to generators and manifesting generators. But I just always tell people that when, when you say yes to yourself, that is not a selfish act. That is being, that is honoring yourself. And it's also honoring other people because give, you give somebody else the opportunity to do it. If your energy isn't there for it, say no. Mm -hmm. Let somebody else step in. Let somebody else have that, mm -hmm. that chance to do something. It really is a win-win when you are just honoring your energy. And you're not doing something to somebody else. You are prioritizing yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. That's a good reminder as well. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, as a man, Jen, like say for business if you're going to do like a one-year plan like that actually scares the shit out of me because yeah. I know one year, I'm going to be such a different person like how do you how demand Jen's plan yeah so I'll tell you what I am working through now and it is yeah it's a definitely a common thing mm. I have really been playing with this idea of structured flow Mm -hmm. So I give myself some guardrails. I give myself some parameters. Maybe there's a few different 
ideas that I'm sort of working within, but then inside of that, I give myself a lot of freedom. Mm -hmm. So maybe I have a template for, okay, each month I'm going to talk about a different topic, but then within that month, I have a lot of opportunity to play and tune in to my energy, Mm. but this way it's not completely all over the place. There's some, some structure, there's some of these guardrails or formula. Um, that's what's been working well for me because it's true. You could say like, okay, I want to do this for a year, but three months from now, you might be completely interested in something else. And the best thing is to honor that and to let that new thing come in because there's undoubtedly something there for you, right? You're Mm -hmm. calling in this new passion, this new light, this new love. And Mm -hmm. so you want to be able to follow that and honor that and just communicate with your community with your clients that here's a new thing that I'm exploring and it is what it is yeah how do you find your husband like balances you (laughs) oh my sweet husband (laughs) he um so as I said he is he is like the the yin to my yang and Mm. I honestly spent a lot of our years together trying to convince him, I have an open Ajna, um, trying to convince him, trying to get his approval or validation or, but don't you see that I had this meditation and this came in and then this happened. He just doesn't see it that way. And so letting go of any need for him to be at the same place on the same path of our Mm -hmm. journey has been so illuminating for me. It's been so Mm -hmm. empowering for me. It's been fantastic for him. And I've also really like reframed and flipped it around to know that him being grounded, him being loyal, him being more structured, him taking care of all of this 3D stuff allows me to be up here doing my thing. He balances me in such a beautiful way and vice versa. I am able to talk to him about things and open him up and expand him. And yeah. so not expecting each other to be the same, but mm-hmm. but truly honoring and being grateful for how we are different and allowing each other to really like work in our wheelhouse is a beautiful mm-hmm. is a beautiful thing. And it's been work to get there because I think, I don't know about you, but I sort of had this very romanticized, idealized version of what a spiritual partnership would be. And mine is not like that. It has a million beautiful qualities, but it's up to me to look at all the the gifts that I get from it. Mm. Like we couldn't both be up here. Maybe for some people that works, but we have like, you know, we'd be like in a van someplace in the middle of somewhere. And I've got the two, the kids in the school. And like, it, I need somebody to like keep us grounded and moving mm-hmm. forward. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. I think you get exactly what you need sometimes though. You're in a partnership. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Not what you yeah. think you want. <laughs> right. And you, and you do call yeah. on people that that I think can be a mirror and can be a reflection. And again, it's what, what am I learning from this? Where, what is my soul? Why has my soul called in this experience? And I think it's called it in so that I can feel self-love so Mm. that I can turn inward and know that I don't need outside validation 
mm-hmm. to to feel good about myself or to feel like I'm on the right path. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Just seeing it as like a lesson to learn. Right. Right. Yeah. And for other people, maybe it really works for them to be, you know, lockstep and doing all the things together. And maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe that's their lesson. So we're all, yeah, all unique in our stories. We are. We are. <laughs> I'm wondering, is there anything else that you want to share about human design? Um, I mean, there's so much wisdom in it. I know that it that it, it does. People look at this chart and it's crazy with you know, shapes and numbers and lines. And so just to be gentle with yourself, not to feel like you're going to read a book or even from a reading and like know all the things right away. Mm -hmm. It is more of this, this tool and to give yourself grace and compassion as you're learning about it. And it's really is meant to be an experiment to play, Mm -hmm. to practice, to just integrate what feels good and, and see it play out in real life one of the things that I think is fantastic that's happening is me and other people are, are using a more modern, practical, tangible language with it. When you read about it online or get a book, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very dense, um, you know, professorial sort of language. And okay. so I think some people can be turned off or it doesn't make sense to them. And so, and you, you will, it, it unfolds, it, there's lots of layers. So just be gentle with yourself. It's not like, oh, I got it. And now I know it's similar to like any modality, like astrology or the Enneagram or crystals. There's so many layers of knowledge. And so it takes time. You're not going to just get your design and know everything um, from there. Yeah. I want to know everything. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. But even me, it's like, Every, every reading that I do, I learn something, which is fantastic mm-hmm. because there's more than 2 billion combinations. And so even if I've done, you know, every energy type, every strategy, every authority, a new incarnation cross will pop up or a new combination of, of gates or channels or centers. So there's yeah. always learning. There's always growing. There's always seeing the way it plays out because mm-hmm. some people are really living in alignment. And so many things resonate and they get to share examples with me and then other people really aren't. So it's so interesting to see what's, how that's manifested in their life. Um, And then the other thing that I've been tapping into a lot is using um, my Reiki training Mm -hmm. and my intuitive training. And so now things are sort of developing in readings in a different way where it's more um, of like a clear sentience with like body scans and, and energy wow. healing and then intuitive things are dropping in. So it's evolving for me as a reader and a guide too. That's so cool. What's yeah. next for you? <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm continuing to work on, yeah, just it's like my own mashup, I guess, which is mm-hmm. another reason I love human design because it really is a beautiful complement to so many different modalities and people have an opportunity to really integrate it in a way that works for them. I have mm-hmm. my podcast open to alchemy, which I love doing, which is all about spiritual journeys and transformation and soulpreneurship. I'm really mm-hmm. plugging into other business owners who are looking to 
you know, make money and, and be successful, but also really honor their spirituality and work through. So many of us have been told that if you want to have success, there's a certain formula to do it. And it, yeah. and it honestly doesn't resonate and feel good to a lot of people. And so helping empower them to shine their light and do it feels good to them, but in a sustainable way. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so it's open to alchemy.com and open alchemy is my um, my social handle. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on and speaking about human design. It's just something that I feel could add so much value to our lives and really just like open us up to like accepting ourselves more and yeah I think it's a really beautiful thing so thank you yeah I'm so happy to be here I love what you're doing and this has been an honor to help shine a little bit of light on on this whole 